And welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And I just would like to take the opportunity again to ask you if you are enjoying the podcast, I wanted to invite you to become a supporter, okay? And in return for a very small pledge every month, you will get to watch the podcast episodes in video format. You can join my members only Discord channel and you can also join in the members only live sessions that we do every single month. Okay, so it's on patreon.com and it's called Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. Check out the link in the description box attached here and I would appreciate if you would give it some consideration. So now in today's episode, I want to talk about the connection with the spirit world or as I say, to be more precise, the conversation that we have with our loved ones when we connect with them, okay? Whether that's through a medium, by ourselves, through signs or whatever or however you get your connection with spirit, okay? Now I do, I know what a connection with a loved one means, okay? Not only have I been connecting people to their loved ones, you know, for more than 40 years, okay? Yeah, all of my life, okay? But I've also lost loved ones, okay? And I know that having a connection with them, it, you know, it really makes me feel, well, you know, it makes me feel loved amongst other things. But, you know, when someone takes the time out of, you know, the spirit world to come and talk to me and connect with me here in Tipperary, I know that that connection is guided by love. Okay, they're only doing it because they love me. And, you know, I talk a lot about that, about the love, about how, how our love with them is the connection to the spirit world. And, you know, we've got your love for them and their love for you. And that's your dial tone. OK, it's like when you pick up a phone just to know that it's working. You listen to the dial tone. Well, your love is your dial tone to your loved ones in the spirit world, okay? And once you have love, you have an unbroken connection, okay? You know, I had um, a spirit come through in a reading once, okay? And he described his connection to his fiance here on earth like him being a balloon on a string, okay? He described himself now as the balloon, you know, that floats above her or behind her but that there was always a string connecting them to each other, okay? So know that when you're thinking about them, that they know it and that they feel it as well, okay? So it's all about the love. It's The love is the connection. Okay, so, you know, I've always been fascinated by mediumship and the afterlife, always, okay? Well, I suppose... It wouldn't be fair to say always because when I was a small child, I thought that everybody could see and connect with spirit the way that I did. OK, so I suppose it would be fairer to say that I was fascinated by it ever since I discovered that not everyone could see or communicate with spirit. OK, because, you know, it's like anything when something is common, it becomes boring. 
But when I discovered that not everyone could experience this, you know, I became fascinated by, you know, why could I? You know, why would spirit show themselves to me? What did they have to say? Okay, but more to the point, I wanted to know about them. Okay, I wanted to know who they were. You know, I'm a people person. I love people's stories. I want to know what you did, when you did it, why you did it. <laughs> okay, always. I've always been a people watcher. Okay, when I was born, my parents lived in a flat in the centre of town here. Okay, and my mother, she used to sit me in my high chair in the bay window overlooking the town square. And I'd sit and watch people for hours. She said it was the best thing she could do with me to get a bit of peace. Okay, and nothing has changed. I still love watching people. And I love airports, train stations, you know, all that kind of stuff. I love watching people coming and going, uh, wondering where they're going, why they're traveling there. You know, and when my, my two boys were smaller, um, we used to sit there and make up all kinds of mad stories about, you know, who that person was and why they were traveling today and all this kind of stuff. You know, it was a good way to pass the time. Okay, but, you know, this is why I love mediumship. Okay, it's all about the story. And, you know, my husband, even back, you know, when we were before we were married, we were dating like he used to dread. He still does, I'd say, a little bit, you know, even just waiting for me when, you know, I'd hop out of the car to go to the cash machine or whatever, because I would just chat to people for ages or even in the supermarket in the queue. I always come back with somebody's story. Okay, people have always just been, you know, strangers. They've always just been drawn to open up to me for some reason, okay? But as I say, that's why I love mediumship, okay? Because it's all about the story. Um, and if you're like me and you're genuinely interested in the whole process of mediumship and mechanics of mediumship, okay, as well as the story behind each connection, then you will be that person who does enjoy going to see mediums on stage, okay? Now, not just because you want to get a reading, okay? Now, let's face it, we all go because we all want to have that connection with spirit. But you're going because you're genuinely interested in hearing the story behind the connection, okay? Even if you don't get a connection yourself, you enjoy hearing everybody else's story and everybody else's connection because you're, you know, you're, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but I suppose you're connected to the connection, if that makes sense. You're connected to the story. You want to know the mechanics of it. Why is this person coming back from the spirit world? What do they get to share with us? Okay. And I have, I've always loved watching mediums on television. Okay. I love it. Colin Fry, John Edwards, Teresa Caputo, and you know, lots of others as well. Because not only do you get to see the connection that is made during the show, but most of these programs, they talk to the person who received the message as well. And we get to hear the story behind the message. Okay, and this is why I love mediumship, because I'm nosy. <laughs> okay, I do. I love to know, you know, why this person came through. Why now? 
Like, what did they leave behind? You know, all of this. I, I love it. Um, you know, not long ago, I did a reading for a lady, okay, and immediately her father came through and he showed me himself wearing a Trilby style hat, okay? Um, now, I knew that he was showing me a photograph of himself wearing the hat, okay, because for me, I have this um, agreed sign with spirit that um, if it's a photograph, they show it to me in black and white. So I could see this in black and white. So I knew he was showing me a photograph of himself, okay? So I um, was trying to mimic the pose that he was making in this photograph. And with that, the lady that I was reading for, it was on computer, okay, she reached out to beside her computer screen and she picked up a framed photo and showed it to me. And it was the exact picture that her dad was showing me, okay? So as it turned out, there was a long story behind the hat and the picture. And she told me that afterwards. And this, this kind of story, this kind of background information, this is what has me hooked on mediumship. Okay, the story, the background, the human aspect to every connection. And you know, with mediumship, there is the temptation always to be clinical with it, okay? We want to know the names, how they died, which newspaper they read, what were the last words that they heard, you know? Now, I'm not saying that this isn't natural, it is. We all want to know all of these things, but that's not who the person was or even is now. I want to know the real story of the person, why they lived the life they did, why they chose to connect today. What's the connection to the person that I'm reading for? What advice do they have for this person? You know, all of these things. But when it comes to evidential mediumship, okay, perceptions can make up a huge part of the story that a spirit will relate to us because we all have different perceptions of our loved ones, okay? Now, believe me, this always comes into play when I'm reading from more than one family member. You know, people will remember things differently and they will have had different experiences of their loved ones. I've had families fighting in readings, you know, because I'll say something from the loved one and they'll say, well, that's somebody will say that's true. The other person will say it isn't true, you know, because they've all had different perceptions or different experiences of that loved one. Okay, so for example, I did a reading once uh, a few years ago for two siblings, okay? And they'd come together and they wanted to connect with their dad who'd passed away, okay? They didn't tell me that, but their dad came through, okay? And when he came through there, he showed me a picture of himself with a car that he had owned when he was alive. And this car was his pride and joy. Okay, now I've said before that cars aren't my strong point, but I was describing the car as best I could. You know, I knew that it was an older style car, you know, one with the um, with the wing mirrors on the bonnet of the car as opposed to like right beside the, the side windows. You know, so I knew it was older, maybe 60s style or whatever it was, okay? But anyway, I described the car and the color as best I could, okay? And one of the siblings started to cry because she could remember her dad with his car and how he treated it like his baby. Whereas the younger sibling wouldn't take that evidence at all because she never remembered her father having such a car, 
Okay, but the older sibling was able to tell her that her father had had this car, but the younger sibling had come along after quite a few years. Okay, as we'd say in Ireland, the scrapings of the skillet. She, you know, they thought they were finished having children and the father had splashed out on his dream car. But then another baby was coming along and they needed the extra money. So the father had to sell the car. Okay, so the existence of the car and of course the fact that the father had to sell it was a huge part of the older sister's story, but not at all a part of the younger sister's story. Okay, so they had two different versions of their dad, you know, and the older sister could remember him younger and the, the younger sister, you know, he was a bit older and, you know, so the same man, you know, the same personality, but just different stories uh, behind their own connection with their dad. Okay, so the story of you. Okay, so think about who you are. Because your story will be different for everyone that you connect with when you come back as a spirit. Okay, a long time from now, I hope. But did you ever wonder what that story will be? Okay, how do people perceive you today? And if, God forbid, okay, something happened today and your time on earth came to an end, what would be the overriding piece of evidence that you could give someone in a reading to, you know, as evidence that it is you and that life goes on after physical death, okay? And I did, I almost said prove that it's you, okay? As mediums, we don't prove anything. We provide evidence that it's, you know, somebody or that there is life after death. It's up to people whether or not they believe it, okay? So we prove nothing, we can just provide evidence and it's up to the individual to make their mind up. Okay, so what evidence would you give to your loved ones that you left behind if, God forbid, you left this earth today? Okay, you know, I know that sounds really kind of, I don't know, asking people to think about, you know, what people would remember about them after they die. But, you know, you'd have to do it sooner or later, even if you were in the in the spirit world, because, um, you know, depending on who would come for a reading or look for a connection with you, the evidence that you give is going to be slightly different for every person, okay? Now, sometimes in readings, there will be evidence that you might not connect with during a reading, okay? Something that you might have to check with family, you know, about afterwards. And this happened to me personally years ago, okay? I went for a reading, okay? I wanted to connect with my loved ones. And, you know, Kevin came through in that reading and I know that, you know, I sicken you talking about Kevin, but I just use him as an example, okay? And I keep asking him, I hope it's okay that I um, I talk about him. But um, for those who haven't heard me talk about Kevin before, Kevin is a relative of mine. He was just 31 years old when he died after a motorcycle crash. Okay, so he came through and he was giving me all, you know, of this information, stuff that I knew, you know, funny stuff, things that we'd done and all this. During the reading, he said that he died, that where he died was the same place as where he had grown up, okay? Now, this wasn't true because where he had his accident was two hours away from where we live. But when I checked out this piece of information afterwards, it was true, okay? Because where he'd grown up is a place here in Tipperary called Britus, 
okay, and where his accident happened was near a place called Britus, but in County Westmeath. Okay, so this was a joke. And when I asked my mother about it, she knew immediately because it was something that she had talked about with another family member just after the accident, okay? And in fact, it was when they were in the car driving up to identify him, okay? So it wasn't just a joke, okay? It was partly a joke because Kevin had a great sense of humour. But it was also his way of including my mother in the reading because he wanted her to know that he was with her on the drive up when she was going up to identify him after his accident, okay? He had heard the conversation that was going on in the car, okay? This is evidence. This means that he never left, that even immediately after the accident, because my man was on the road within an hour, you know? So immediately after the accident, he was with her. You know, he hadn't gone anywhere. Anyway, why did I want to talk about stories today? Okay, so when we go into a reading, invariably we have a checklist of things that we want our loved ones to acknowledge to us so that we know that it's them, okay? You know, we... You know, there's things that are our perception of our loved ones. You know, what car they drove. That they only ever wore red socks on a Friday. That they loved watching Judge Judy. Okay, whatever their little, you know, idiosyncrasies were. Okay, whatever you remember about them. Whatever your story about them is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I'm not saying that. Of course, I do it myself. As a reader, I get caught up in the list of questions because I want to give you enough evidence so that you believe and understand that there is more after death, okay? However, when we let spirit just talk, that's when the magic happens. And that's when we get to the nitty gritty or the essence of who they really were, what they really thought, and what they really want to tell us, okay? So when we let spirits speak uninterrupted, we get the real experience and the real essence of who they were, what their mannerisms were even, you know, because sometimes if you've had a reading with me, you might have experienced this. Sometimes I take on someone's mannerisms, their hand gestures, facial expressions, even how they said something, you know, whatever it is, this all comes through when we all relax in a reading. So even though there will be questions that you have asked them to confirm for you in the reading, okay, listen to everything else that's been said, okay? Because, you know, stuff's being said that it might not click with you right then, but I do record every reading and I encourage people to listen back because, you know, we'll be so focused on the things that we've asked them to say or the things that are part of our story that sometimes we don't hear the things that are part of their story, okay? And that's what's important. And I'm gonna finish with another little example for you, okay? 
I was doing a live show in a hotel a few years ago. And during the show, a lady came through and she showed me her photograph being put in a handbag three times, but only been taken out twice. So I said to the audience that there's someone here who brought along a photograph of their loved one, but that they took it out of their handbag twice before they decided to bring it along with them to the show, okay? Um, and of course, the fact that, you know, I was talking about a handbag, I kind of knew it would have been one of the, the women in the audience. Okay, well, you never know, but I kind of assumed it would be a lady. Next thing, there was this huge gasp and a hand shot up, okay? A lady stood up and she told me that it was her and that she wasn't sure if she should bring the photo or not, okay? So she put it into her handbag three times, okay? It was the third time she decided to leave it in there. But then the lady in spirit told me that it was actually the dog in the photo <laughs> that she was more worried about, okay? The, the lady in the audience, okay? So it was a mother and daughter. So the mother in spirit told me that her daughter had been more worried about the dog in spirit. And, you know, they both laughed and the lady that was at the in the audience from, with me, she said um, that the picture showed her mother with the dog, but that the dog had only recently passed away. And even though, of course, she wanted to connect with her mother, but she also wanted to know if her dog was okay. You know, very normal, nothing wrong with that. But after confirming, you know, that the mother, you know, had, you know, been with her as she was preparing to come to the show and that she was, you know, indeed with the dog in the spirit world. Then her mother was free to talk about the things that she wanted to say. And that's when the conversation flowed. OK, so maybe one or two things to confirm. But when you come with a list, your whole reading gets bogged down in. Um, in those questions as opposed to what they really want to say. So I hope this makes sense to you and that it gets you thinking about what your story is and how you will be remembered by all of your loved ones. Okay, I hope you're here for a long time yet and that you're still working on your story. But you know, a day will come and it's always worth giving a little think about, you know, what is the legacy you're leaving behind? What's the memory, the overriding memory? Because even, you know, as a mother, um, I have two boys. Um, so as a mother, like my memories, you know, are going to include obviously, you know, when I gave birth, well, I had two sections, which is the same thing, but, um, you know, when they were born, you know, my first meeting with them outside of the womb and, you know, of course, that's you're going to be my memory, but it's not part of their memory. They're not going to remember that. What are they going to remember? You know, are they going to remember me shouting at them to get up for school or, you know, are they going to remember me? I don't know, cooking dinner or having fun, you know, making jigsaws or playing cards during the pandemic lockdowns. You know, obviously, I prefer that kind of a memory than the one just shouting at them to get up for school. But, you know, um, you know, hopefully as the years go on, we'll have more memories to share. But, you know, it's worth giving a thought to what is your story? What's the connection between you and your loved ones? So, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you listening, you know. I may not always say it, but I really do. Um, recently, I hit 20,000 downloads 
of the podcast, okay? That doesn't include the ones, you know, you, you guys that watch it in video format, um, the the podcast members, but just the, the other people that download it, whether it's, you know, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, it's those downloads, okay? 20,000 downloads, that's just amazing. You know, I don't advertise it. It's just literally organic reach. So I am totally humbled that you would take time out of your week to listen. And I hope that you're finding, you know, this helpful and another little insight into um, into the spirit world, I suppose. And, you know, I, I hope that you are enjoying the podcast. And, you know, I do love as well, we, we've been having a conversation this week on, you know, the members Discord channel um, with you know, one of our members was talking about, um, you know, after a loved one's passing, how um, they feel that, you know, their connection with, you know, the whole spirit world and even on a psychic level is really starting to intensify. And, you know, we've been talking about, you know, why that might be and stuff. So, you know, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you want to take the conversation further, do consider becoming a supporter through my Patreon channel, okay? It's on patreon.com forward slash life after life with Sandy Byrne. The link is in the description box attached here, okay? So we do take the conversation further and I'd be in there answering questions and chatting as well, okay? So um, check out my Patreon page at the um, link in the description box attached. It is like a very small amount, guys. You wouldn't even buy sweets for it every month, okay? Um, and I will see you in the next episode of the podcast. Okay. Until then, take care, guys, and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world.